0: This, he thought, would not do. They had nowhere to run, no way to get close enough to toss grenades, and in a short while, no ammunition. Already around him, the rate of fire had almost ceased. His hand slapped every joint and piece on the supposedly fail-proof launcher. A sharp click issued from inside. The auto cannon continued to pepper projectiles near William. The wall was slowly disintegrating above him. The only thing that was saving his life was the fact that concrete is at its hardest after a hundred years. This was nearly eighty years old. The rounds were beginning to penetrate. William crawled forward through the broken shards of concrete. The Beretta was cradled in one arm as he felt for the corner with his other. The air tasted chalky, gritty. One second, maybe. He knew that was all he had. His fingers felt open space and he took a deep breath. The Beretta snapped up to his shoulder. He sprinted forward faster than the turret could track, or so he hoped. The blister turret paused and began to swing those scant few degrees. He stopped in the midst of the green grass and hammered the trigger once more. He was rewarded with a hiss and a delayed blast as each of the rockets fired. The first arced almost straight vertical while the other two went out sideways. He could see the autocannon stop and pause with the darkness of the barrel firmly on him. Then the rockets landed. The hull of the APC buckled outwards as each of the rockets burst. Only three tiny holes, no larger than a man's finger, betrayed any wound at all. The autocannon fell silent. A sooty black smoke emerged as it began to burn. William rose slowly and with a wide smile on his face. He released his grip and dropped the empty launcher onto the ground. Amazing, he thought. I didn't get shot. He could feel the bile rising in his throat followed by an urge to get sick. The adrenaline was ebbing. Screams sounded from across the town. William turned and ran, drawing his sidearm. The marines and soldiers sprinted before him and ran towards where the civilians were. He began to limp as the fibers in his legs screamed at him. Gunfire echoed down the street as William struggled to get to the building. He turned to bend and saw women and children laying around the front of the building. The razor drones had struck. Crow stood with his rifle to his shoulder and sidestepped into the doorway. His muzzle flash illuminated the dim interior, showing several of the drones floating nearby. He backed out and around the corner. The others were arrayed around the entrance, waiting. I'm out, Crow called as he drew his sidearm. Call it, Sebastian stated as he held his rifle aimed at the door. Grenade? Alexander asked as he clutched a dull sphere in his hand. Negative. Still got civvies inside, Crow said. Salim sidestepped in front of the doorway and cracked off two shots. A whirring hiss panged out from the door. On me, he said to LaDuce. He popped into the doorway and sidestepped with LaDuce moving the opposite way. The rest of the crew followed suit. By the time William reached the building, the firing had stopped. Vito was tending to a wounded woman while others writhed around him. He knelt down and pushed his hands against a fast bleeding wound just below a boy's arm. It was Saul. Vito, get out the patches. The final supply of patches was all they had left. William knew if they used them now, they'd have none for themselves. "'Tick! Bring the case!' Vito yelled. His eyes were focused on stopping the bleeding coming from the legs of a woman in front of him. The soldiers and marines exited the room and began to assist with the wounded. Sebastian broke off with Crow and ran to inspect the truck and APC. Tick limped into the mess with one arm carrying the nanite patch case. Von Hess came slowly behind.
1: How could they do this?
0: Avi asked. In his arms was cradled a bloody child, mother at his elbow, with tears streaming. Vito stripped the case out of Tik's arms and tore the case open. He dropped to his knees and began slapping fresh patches on the most heavily wounded, while the less wounded wore the used patches, pulled from the dead and dying so long before. Ami, use Zim, Von Hess said slowly.
1: I saw Zim on a drop on Tunis Prime. Anytime the civilians rallied to us, they would send in the razors. It took all our drones to clear them out." "'But why? Good God, man, look at what they have done!' Eduardo said. Van Hes shrugged. "'They are not for military use. They are to keep a planet in fear,' he waved a hand around him. "'They maim, and in a simply public manner. They find the largest group of unarmed people and strike.'